0: a nice guy? He's lost. He looks like a lost soul. The guy on CBS is, is... What a low life. What a low life. Jimmy Kimmel would meet me before the election. I'm telling you true story. I don't even think you'd deny it. No talent. <laughs> so
1: that's, Jimmy Kimmel has no talent? So that's
2: Trump taking on some of the <laughs> late night hosts uh, who, who badmouth him all the time, and then they got together for a video uh, to respond. It's surprising... Trump is orange, because if you ask me, he is bananas. And done.
0: Great monologue.
1: Hey, low Life. Hey, Lost Soul. What are you up to?
0: Be a man. I'll try.
1: What are you up to?
2: Oh, I'm busy having no talent. Did you see Trump's rally last night? Nope. Me either. Heard he said some uh, pretty bad stuff about us. Really? That doesn't sound like him.
1: I heard he said we're all no-talent, low-life, lost souls. Well, that's not right. That's Conan. (laughs) Hold on, I'll get him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey guys, what's up? we just talk about what's going
2: President who? Trump. Donald Trump. The real estate guy who sells steaks? He's president? Yeah. Wow. How's he doing? Not so good. (laughs) Oh. Well, guys, give him time. Okay? And remember, please be civil. If we're not careful, this thing could start to get ugly. Hey, I'm about to start shaving my chest. You guys want to watch? No, thanks.
1: <laughs> hey, you still your lunch? Yeah, what do you want to eat? Red Hen? Red Hen!
2: There you go. Zingo! Um,
1: zingo! And out!
2: That's where we are. <clears throat> For better or worse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's odd that the president spent part of his rally speech talking about the late night host. Hell yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> so uh, I, I, I alternate between amused, terrified, and angered these yeah. days. I don't know where to where to land. <sighs> so uh, listen, the big political story of the day—difficult uh, to say uh, whether it's overblown, blown, or
2: underblown. Well, it's New York. Sure. Yeah, there's a New that. York political race, so that's going to get more national attention than anything. Right. You had an upset. That's always exciting.
1: So, yeah, uh, it's an upset of the fourth most powerful guy on the Democrat side in the House, a guy who was probably the number one alternative to Nancy Pelosi's speaker, uh, Joe Crowley. Fairly uh, moderate Democrat by New York standards. I don't know his act. Exactly. Uh, multiple terms. The last time he even had a primary opponent... Was in 0-4. Oh, oh yeah. this is like Rocky three when he got
3: fat. Was f- just boxing tomato cans. All of a sudden, right. Clubber Lang comes along, promises his prediction is pain, and uh, <laughs> and he gets uh, he gets knocked out in the first round.
1: Well, that was a more accurate prediction than their polling, which had the guy who lost up by thirty five points two weeks before the election. <laughs> which, yeah, nice polling.
2: <laughs> which is there's something going on there? They say it's a volatile electorate, Jack. That may be. It's also bad polling. These people also <laughs> don't know what the f they're talking about. I'm tired of pollsters getting it wrong, explaining how, you know how they now understand it. I'll, right. I'll believe that when I see it. Right, but there is something going on with the polling. You know, Trump winning when uh, you know all the New York Times uh, averaging of all the polls and all the different this and that, and their inside sources had it ninety to ten, and it went the other way. And this. So there's something going on with either people lying to pollsters, or they don't talk to pollsters, or the pollsters ask the wrong people, or there's something happening.
1: Yeah, I think that's an interesting side story. Uh, This gal, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's 28 years old. She was a Bernie activist. She's a proud Democratic socialist. She was a bartender as recently as November. And, uh, hey, who do you have to know to get a drink around here? She won by seventeen percent. Well, I tell you what, seventeen points after being down thirty-five. I
2: like the overarching story of somebody who's you know into politics, and looks at somebody who's been around forever. When you're twenty-eight, he's been around forever, and says, "Ah, I could do better than that." And you make a go of it, and you beat him. You know, he had all the freaking
1: money and all the uh, you know the levers to pull. That is so wrong and so dangerous. (laughs) If we entrust the, the, the Congress to people with jobs and regular lives and not professional politicians, where will it end? I tell you what, though, this is a classic getting primaried by somebody way out there with enthusiastic followers. thing. Here's uh, what she says, Ms. Ocasio Cortez. Uh, for Well, that stuff about the rent is too damn high. I can sympathize with that, but I don't know what the government's supposed to do about that. Get out of the way. Not all Democrats are the same, she says, and I am proud to be the only Democrat in this race that rejects all corporate money and champions and advances, improved and expanded Medicare for all. It's universal health care. A federal jobs guarantee. The federal government guaranteeing everybody a job tuition-free public college, and the abolition of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement.
2: Um, I'm sub- I've am i been saying for a long time, I don't know why more people aren't running on universal health care. I think the time is...
3: That and the tuition-free college are going to be the rallying cries of Democratic candidates for the next several years. She's well, a communist.
2: On On the health care thing, though, we're almost already there. So I don't know why it's taken so long for people to to be willing to say it out loud.
1: Yeah, it's interesting how it's still a uh, a taboo. Yeah,
2: when we're whatever we are
1: 70%, 70% of the people in California for instance are are covered by the taxpayers either a little or a lot. Mm. Um yeah. Um so you you what you
2: got to wonder on this similar to Trump is and maybe you have the answer. Yes. Um is this about her policies or is this about we want somebody different? We're tired of who's there. We want somebody different.
1: Um I don't know. It's hard to say cuz I didn't see what the turnout was but want to upend the system. I'd imagine it's extremely low. Like most congressional primaries are. I mean the sure. number of votes. That's why the campaign so hard is if you can get like everybody on a single block to show up 120 people, that could sway an election in a congressional district. Um so I don't know. I don't know what it means. It it absolutely means The Democrat Party is moving way left in a couple of districts, a handful of districts, a lot of districts. We'll have to find out.
2: I'm not willing to say it's an indication of that just because of what happened with uh, Brexit, what's happened in France, what happened in Italy, what happened with us. There's there's an awful lot of throw out the people that are currently there.
3: I think it's more about an outsider than some sort of.
2: Endorsement of
3: the nuances of their policies when these people don't even have nuanced policies because they've only been involved in politics for seven months a year maybe. Yeah. No, I don't know. know. This chick was pretty specific about her policies. I
2: don't know. Man. I don't know where this is going to go, but it's going to have to shake out over a bunch of elections, like a like a bunch, maybe like twenty years. Yeah, to get this all to shake out.
1: Well, listen, but uh, a woman with her point of view and her policies was completely unelectable ten years ago. I mean, a joke ten years ago, and now she's in the uh, well, she's running for Congress in a Democrat. She'll win. Um, so I'm telling you, uh, again, I don't know if it's in a lot of districts or a little, but the the Democrat Party's absolutely moving left. I stand by those words.
2: That's fine. It's just I'm gonna I'm gonna stay consistent, and I'm not gonna claim any one race in America as an indication of a national wave, because I don't know. Because I I heard one particular thing brought up in her speech. I didn't have any idea what she was talking about. And I thought, okay, there you go. There's an issue that their voters know about that the rest of the nation has no idea what she's talking about. She mentioned some school or something. I don't know what it was.
1: Potholes on Fifth Avenue, exactly you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
2: yeah. that gets left out of these national, uh, the national coverage of these races all the time.
1: Sure, because the national people all they know is the national stuff. Although mm-hmm. I'm, I went to the New York newspapers for coverage of this. Um, the Queens Democratic machine. Uh, New York uh, City Council member Danny Drom said the campaign had failed to heed his advice when the primary was heating up. He said, the machine does not know this district, and I think that was a big part of it. I told them there's this radical wave of progressivism going on in this district, and I explained that to them, and I tried to explain that it could be bad for them.
2: I'll tell you what I do like with Trump, with Bernie getting as far as he did, and he might have been the nominee if they hadn't cheated him out of it. And this, I, I like the idea that if you've got the party on your side and all the money lined up, you don't necessarily win. Sure. Because that is not good. Now, the, uh, you know, how this is going to all shake out with the various candidates that are taking this on and running, right. I have no idea.
1: Reminds me of the Arab Spring. Yeah. Going to get rid of the dictator and end up either with a Jeffersonian democracy or a fundamentalist Islamic regime that will cut, chop off the heads of anybody who, who, who doesn't live by the 8th century doctrines of Muhammad.
2: There's going to be a lot of smart people who, for a living, make pronouncements about what, where this is all is going. But they're guessing. That's what I'm telling you. They're just guessing. Because nobody knows. I mean, you can't... Uh, yesterday, I saw a guy interviewed. Uh, him and his friends who were uh, voted for Bill Clinton twice, Barack Obama twice, and Donald Trump. Wow. Now how do you you can't there's no political philosophy that you can nail down. That, that, Trota
1: bums out. That's the philosophy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Of course this is all gonna change when we go to war with Canada over the steel prices. <laughs> the Canadian war, they'll call it.
2: Uh you doing any distracted driving right now? You're probably staring at your phone right now. Idiot. Huh? Talk about that a little coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Time with the family tops the list of things that make people feel wealth in their day to day lives at 62%. Make them feel wealth? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's a weird way to say it. What makes you feel wealth in your day to day
1: life? Oh, wealth mostly. What are you freaking talking about? Lots of money. Extra money makes me feel wealth. More money than I need to pay my bills (laughs) makes me feel wealth. (laughs) I I get it. People are trying to be philosophical and well balanced and all, but that's not what we ask. <clears throat> a shocking crime in Montana, Jack. 19-year-old Samantha Ray Mears was charged Friday with two felonies, aggravated burglary and assault with a weapon, as well as several misdemeanors for the incident at her ex-boyfriend's Great Falls home. She reportedly broke into her ex of seven years' house. She's 19, So they were going together since they were 12? So like middle school uh, sweethearts? Well, kept it going. She broke into his house Friday while he was away. When he returned, she confronted him with a machete, demanded that he take off all of his clothes, and ordered him to lie on his bed. Fearing bodily harm, the victim complied. I'd be wondering what's going to
2: happen next. Mm. You're holding a machete, and you're demanding I take off my clothes.
1: Fearing bodily harm, the victim complied, and she proceeded to, you know, if you haven't already turned the volume down, you're riding along with the kids, now would be an opportune time to, to do that. Uh, Fearing bodily harm, the victim complied, and she proceeded to remove her pants and climb on top of him. Mears then began to engage him in sexual intercourse, which is the first time I've ever heard that phrase in that particular. Mears then began to engage him in sexual intercourse, all while still holding the large knife. When he tried to get her to stop, Mears refused and bit him on the arm. After she finished, she sat naked on the bed, brandishing the weapon. At that point, the victim was able to take several photos of her, which he turned over to police as evidence. When an argument ensued soon after, an enraged Mears ripped a piece of trim from the victim's wall and deliberately urinated on his bed. Huh. I'm sorry that you broke up. I really am. but uh, And there's a chance you get back together. Sometimes relationships just need a little break. But Confronting him with a machete... Mounting him, peeing on his bed, et cetera. bed really brought the room together. Um, It's just not a good strategy, sweetheart. I know you're heartbroken. (sighs) So many crazy people. If if it were not for the machete, this would be a charming story. (laughs) But somebody's got a big-ass knife brandishing it at me. I think this this could end horribly.
2: Oh, yeah. This is going to be ugly. Yeah. It's going to be really ugly. So I got a text from a buddy of mine who drives 200 miles a day in commuting. Does that make you a super commuter? I would think it would, wouldn't it? Absolutely. By my definition. He said he sees gazillions of heads down and people driving in stopped traffic, stop and go traffic, looking at their phones. All the time. If you ever look around, you see this, don't you?
1: We all do. If you are driving next to a young woman, ages 16 to 27, The chances are roughly three out of four that she will be looking at her phone.
2: I do it more than I should. I'm not proud of it, but I do. It's illegal in 47 states. People are still addicted. It's restricted in 15 states, but of course it happens in broad daylight. Hardly anyone ever gets caught. I did get caught for the dumbest of crimes, the talking on your cell phone without uh, an earpiece, which there are no studies to show is dangerous.
1: Texting. More dangerous than talking with right. an earpiece, right, right. now. Right,
2: mm-hmm. there are no studies showing that, but I got a quite expensive ticket over that. But that I did get caught doing that. But um, texting and stuff like that, there's no arguing that that's dangerous. I've never argued that that's not dangerous. Obviously, it is. Your eyes are completely off the road. I can talk on the phone and be looking straight ahead, just like I can talk to my companion sitting in the back seat and talk and and look straight ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's dumb. Inattention blindness is a thing, but unless you're going to outlaw all talking. Right. You've done nothing by outlawing handheld.
2: But anyway, I've gotten uh, distracted. There are so many different things in our cars in addition to our phones that are distracting us. Kills 3,500 people a year. I read that and thought, that's all? I'm going to keep doing it. I thought it was worse than that.
1: <sighs> wow. Address your angry emails to Jack, please. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: But uh, So they're talking about the explosion of technology in vehicles and the uh, touch screens, all the different kinds of, all the different buttons you have to press... God dang it! I'm I'm anti technology as I've said many times. I don't like the electronics in cars. I hate them. I I want the simplest thing. I want one knob to turn on my air conditioner and turn it to the left for cold and right. That's all I want. But um, unlike, I'd like to have
1: everything, including a tiny replica of the hadron collider in my car. But like, I love the tech. Uh, yeah. But but in some cars
2: that have that stuff, you do have, you get there's so many freaking buttons to press. And and uh, and so they're doing all these studies on how distracting that is, and also that. Car manufacturers are not apparently making much of an effort to make it less distracting as there are all kinds of aftermarket things that you can get that are set up differently and in different spots on the car that are much safer, according to these studies, than what the manufacturers are putting in the car. Mm. So they're jamming this stuff in without a thought to safety, it would appear. Um, and uh, so I don't know, is there to government going to get involved or consumer pressure or whatever, but they could do a better job because there are aftermarket stuff out there that aren't as confusing or hard to reach. It's etc
1: yeah yeah interesting well there's a huge range in how intuitive and easy to use these systems are oh, car manufacturer oh. to car manufacturer
2: as i mentioned before my wife's minivan when the kids were really little had to be at least 25 buttons you had to press to make the dvd player go to make oh, the yeah. kid stop crying <laughs> i mean, I was crying by the time i tried to, and, and to try to drive safely and do it was just ridiculous you had to pull over right yeah, but but it was designed to be used or could be used while you were driving. That's one of the things the article says. Is there's an assumption that if you can use it while you're driving, that it's meant to be used while while you're driving? I suppose that doesn't right.
1: necessarily make sense. Our old Honda minivan would. Uh, there are a bunch of stuff we couldn't do while it was rolling. Yeah, I've got. A I always resented like that. it, but I always thought you know that's probably a pretty good idea. Although I remember the DVD thing in our minivan. It's just it, it took so many steps. Yeah. Uh, to get it uh, plain for the kids to numb their minds and get them to shut up. So you combine that with your
2: smartphone and you're getting texts and everything else you're doing?
1: How about you keep your eyes on the road, Jack the Road? I'm Joe
2: Getty. But again, if it only kills 3,500 a year, that's not oh, very Oh, see, that's, that's
1: terrible. Stop saying that. I mean, I am surprised at how low that number is, all right, honestly. I thought that was a higher percentage of the traffic deaths. So I'm
2: a villain. I'm
1: the new Hitler. Yes.
2: For saying that out loud, even though everybody's doing it on the road right now. If I looked out the window, there's somebody right there who's saying, it's not enough deaths to make me stop texting while I'm driving. Right,
1: but you said it. it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) makes you the bad guys.
3: You're signal boosting it. You're giving it a platform. Uh, Right. Uh, Yes. I do think that some of this has to do with the... The fact that Joe brings up with gun deaths, where these cause many, many accidents, but the fact that our medical teams are able to prevent the deaths, Mm. maybe skewing that statistic in terms
2: of how dangerous it actually is. There are 400,000 crashes every year they attribute to distracted driving. I'd say
1: virtually all of them.
2: All that leaves out is, like, tire blowouts and... Which is rare with modern tires.
1: Yeah, on a... uh, I mean, isn't every accident distracted driving? To some extent, yeah. To one extent or another?
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, What are their headlines,
2: Marshall?
0: It is on. FBI agent investigator behind the anti-Trump tweets questioned by Congress. Oh, really? That's today? Yes. And just announced a Trump-Putin summit and the cheapest dates to fly this summer. Coming up. Could Peter Strzok eat at the Red Hen? That's what I want to know. I'd run him out. Get out! Marshall's news
2: coming up next on the Armstrong and the Getty show. We're
0: the best friends. Uh, Are you mentioning the Supreme Court ruling? Yes, I will be doing that.
2: Then let's get to the news
1: with Marsha Phillips.
0: But first out of the box, FBI agent Peter Strzok's behind closed doors with members of two House committees today.
1: Are they waterboarding him?
0: He's being questioned, we know that. Questioned about the anti-Trump messages he sent to another FBI employee that he was having an affair with. At the time, during the 2016 presidential campaign, Strzok was an integral part of the Hillary Clinton email investigation. Why did we get the lovers' texts? Is because they were using their FBI
2: phones? Yes. So if they had been using their personal phones, we would have never known this stuff. Unless they were subpoenaed somehow. There's right. a warrant for Are all them. those texts being stored somewhere? Every text we send?
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. But if, but if they were using their personal phones, their
1: spouses would have found out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, gotcha. That's true. What if he were to say, all right, listen, here's my opening statement. I was saying anything it took to get laid. Anything, she's hot. She's great in bed, but she's kind of nuts and hated Trump. So I said whatever she wanted to hear she'd to keep the sex going. S- she'd
2: send me a text. I'm watching the ball game. I'm barely paying attention. Oh, I I'm hate investigating. Trump. Can he be stopped? Yeah, sure. We'll stop him. I go back to watching the ball game. <laughs> I
1: mean, he could say. I mean, I, if he said that, well, a lot of the guys ne- would say, "I, oh, yeah, I understand." And you're the next congressman <laughs> up. What are you going to say? This appears to be a a plot against her. I already told you I said anything it would take to get her pants off. I mean, what's the counter argument to
0: that? President Trump criticizing this closed door interview, though, saying that it should be shown to the public on live television, not a closed door hearing that nobody will see. The House Judiciary Chairman, though, Robert Goodlatte, has said there will also be a public hearing with Strzok down the line.
2: So uh, I suppose Goodlatte and Trey Gowdy and people like that will be out talking to cameras later today and tell us how it went. So that'll be good stuff.
1: If uh, Goodlatte ever gets thrown out of office, he's got to open a Bob's Good Latte because that's the way his name is spelled. That's what it looks like. Coffee shop. Compete with Starbucks. But no straws unless you ask for one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Details of a summit meeting between President Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin will be released tomorrow. Reports say it will probably take place in Helsinki, Finland. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And why are they meeting? It's a summit. They're going to be discussing world problems and how to solve them. And and bringing us together. That
2: whole
1: man crush on Putin thing. Or is is is
2: this where Trump hands over the check?
1: Uh, Uh uh, 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 Trump leaves the G7. Why isn't Russia involved here? Because they invaded uh, uh, Georgia and Ukraine. Ukraine, They annexed Crimea because they're exporting death and hatred around Europe. That is why. Uh, Seriously. I'm not on the conspiracy train with Trump and the campaign. I think they're going to find nothing on that. But uh, the man crush on Putin's weird.
0: Meanwhile, President Trump is cheering the big Supreme Court ruling on organized labor. The high court ruling states cannot force government workers to pay union fees if they choose not to belong to a union. Trump was tweeting this morning, Supreme Court rules in favor of non-union workers who are now, as an example, able to support a candidate of his or her choice without having those who control the union deciding for them. Big loss for the coppers of the Democrats! One
2: of the activists on the uh, winning side of this argument, quoting Today's decision is a landmark victory for rights of public sector employees coast-to-coast that will free millions of teachers, police officers, firefighters, and other public employees from mandatory
1: union payments. Right. This could wreak enormous change in California politics, in which the public employee unions are so powerful, and they they show up in huge numbers to the polls, to their credit. I mean... Uh, That's not exactly dirty doing, uh, but they also spend an enormous amount of money on bribing politicians, and they're working both sides of the aisle and the rest of it. So, you know, it'll take a while to work out, but it will change. U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions blasting Democrats over immigration.
0: He was in L.A. yesterday saying President Trump is following through on his promise for a stronger border, and liberals just don't like it. It closes loopholes. It can't be done. You're wrong and mean and spirited if you're for it. From coast to coast, perhaps especially on this coast, um, there are politicians who declare that having any border at all is mean spirited. Session speaking before the conservative Criminal Justice Legal Foundation, calling the Dems, as you heard, the open border crowd. How dare you! <laughs> All right, cheapest dates to fly this summer. They've done the research, and as you know, summertime the most expensive season to fly, specifically between June twenty-third through August twenty-seventh. If you're gonna fly domestically, best advice is hold off until after August twenty eighth. Do you we'll know do. why
2: do you know why everybody wants to fly during then when it's most and that's why it's most expensive? Because that's when they can, before their kids go back to school, etc. Right.
3: Et cetera. right. People hosting the Fourth of July party are going to be upset when I show up in October saying I got a cheaper flight. I mean, it's right? it's, it's like yeah. whenever
2: people always tell me right. when's the best day to go to Disneyland. Oh, okay, the days my kids are in school are the best days to go to Disneyland. Okay, the busiest days are when everybody's kids are out of school. Yeah, I get it. I understand when it's most convenient. <laughs> that's where everybody's going. Okay, so go when it's not convenient. You're telling me <laughs> it's how to All save right. money. <laughs> save
0: money by flying when this the kids are supposed to be in school. Tip a consumer tip. Look for fares to really drop off during the early days of fall, October through early November. As you said, take the kids out of school, take them with you. When it comes to flying to Europe, prices start dropping right around
1: September the 10th. Boy, speaking of prices, I had an $80 fill up yesterday at the uh, gas station. I got a big tank on my car, but you you must not have that big a tank.
2: Mine's over $100 all the time. Yeah. I never can get my tank full because the stupid thing shuts off. They've got to change those. When the price of gas gets to a certain point, right. you've got to change the pump so that you can fill up your freaking tank. Are you putting gas barrels in the back
3: of your truck and filling those up, too?
2: Yeah. Is no, it- a lot of he- trucks have trucks have two twenty 20-gallon tanks, or my expedition has a 130-gallon tank. Huh. And you can't fill up because they shut them off because they think you're obviously a thief if you're trying to <laughs> run up over $100 <laughs> with the gas. Right. Wow.
0: There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm and Marshall. if you put your
2: card back in to fill it up, then right. your card company shuts you down because they think somebody's clearly stole your card. Two people are trying to get gas, so you literally
0: cannot fill up your gas
2: tank at the gas station.
1: Right. It's odd.
0: That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Struggling Getty Show. The Conscience of the Nation. <laughs>
2: Um, I just came across something. something very interesting? I wanted to mention. What was it?
1: The naked guy running around Encinitas, California, has been a- apprehended. That's good. To oh, that's stand good down, to everyone.
2: What was the? What were we talking about? Unions. And, uh, uh,
1: we yeah. ought to talk to the great Dan Walters. Maybe next hour. Let's see if we can rustle him up.
2: On um, what it's going to do to California? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It could be a. Could, well, i I would assume they've been strategizing for this. Thinking
1: it might go this direction? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They can strategize all day long, though, when their money spigot has been choked off to some extent. Yeah. Mm. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: The naked guy in Encinitas has been arrested. He was reportedly roaming around the area of the Days Inn on Encinitas Boulevard last night when he barged into a room full of teenagers on a class trip on the second floor. They screamed at him to get out because, you know, and this reminds me of some of the the uh, incredibly naive, progressive views of crazy homeless people. There's an old saying that uh, a definition of a conservative is a liberal who's been mugged. Um, once you run into a couple of people who are acting unstable and they do something really dangerous or really, really hurt somebody, you realize, okay, somebody's acting that strangely. You don't know what the limits are or which direction it's going to be. And you don't. This guy's bare naked. He busts into the room. They scream, get out, get out. Uh, called the cops uh he he runs out of the room jumps off the second floor second story balcony lands on the windshield of a car below and runs off limps off naked and they arrested him took him to the hospital but that's that's like face eating crazy oh
2: yeah well like what you just said though you the guy that my family encountered and he's now in prison and everything like that I didn't know it at the time, but my sense was, you know, whatever goes on in your brain, in my animal brain, my sense was this guy was dangerous. Right. And that's why I started to stand up as he approached our table. And it turns out I was right, because he yanked a guy, he yanked an old woman out of her car to drive through for refusing him money and beat her up. Yeah. Years ago. So
1: Well, you he, know, he'd been arrested for nasty stuff in quite a few places, so, right? So yeah. those
2: of us who think some of these people we uh, encounter on the street are dangerous are not just crazy or or uh, not recognizing our privilege, or something like that. They are more than a single kind gesture away from rejoining society. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So sometimes your instincts are right on that. Mm -hmm. Um, We got somebody who's running for president. Um, It would look like um, a different New York billionaire, because we can only elect New York billionaire celebrities. Clearly. For president, maybe. Um, uh, Bloomberg. Mike Old man Bloomberg.
1: Bloomberg.
2: Yeah, it's Back. not it's not certain, but there's hand rested and ready. He said a number of things that certainly sound like it. He's mulling another run for president, say sources close to him. Eh, I would say, you know, whatever. People say all kinds of stuff. But last week he said um in um He gave some hints in a speech that uh, we're getting the group. I need I need all your cell phone numbers because I'm going to be asking for money. We're getting the band back together, he said, and everybody cheered or something like that. So,
1: yeah, the political his political organization. Wouldn't it be something if the Democrat primary was Michael Bloomberg, Tom Steyer and Oprah? Three billionaire, you know, celebrities facing off Mm -hmm. Eh, Would be interesting.
2: And was and Bloomberg was the Republican mayor.
1: Of New York. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. He would run as a Democrat barely, for president, and he's been financing all the anti-gun campaigns around America for the last few years. Oh, well, yeah, his whole Republican-Democrat dance is about like Trump's Republican-Democrat dance over the years. Whoever's in power, and he needs to curry favor with. Uh huh.
2: Why so, wouldn't he run as an independent? If If you're, I think it's just because it's so hard. It's so hard to get on, you know, the ballots in all the states, and and having the party behind you, and all that different sort of stuff.
1: Before I even say the name, because there's been sort of a celebrity death, imagine being so abusive emotionally and physically to your children that one of them uh, repeatedly carves up his face to look like a different human in a different race and dies prematurely from drug addiction. The father of the Jackson 5, Joe Jackson, who's effing evil, is dead finally at 89. I'd kick his corpse if it were next to me. He should have died long ago. Burn in hell, sir.
2: The reason Michael Jackson... As the most extreme example, and then Latoya and Janet as as also examples are so weird, because they grew up in a weird family with an abusive father, and he
1: died. Good! Ex- abusive and exploitive, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, he lives to 89, and Charles Crowdhammer dies. Yeah. It's, well, Lots of examples of that.
2: Yeah, indeed. Consult your local uh, clergyman, because that's a complicated one. Um, I I know I had something else good I wanted to talk about. What the hell was it? It's very a new, disappointing. There's a new, everybody, there's a new Barbie out. Is that important? <laughs> Does no? anybody care about that? I don't think so.
1: I remember when the Bratz dolls started to outsell Barbie, and everybody was talking about what that meant to society. That was a horrification of America's youth. It turned out to be true. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Teen pregnancy and sex is down. So maybe not. It turned out to be true. <laughs> A horrification hell? of America's girls.
2: <laughs> um, I'll be interested to see what comes out of the Strzok hearing today, as uh, the Republicans are going to come hard at him about the text and his intent and his bias and whatnot. It's a closed-door
1: hearing. So they can allegedly discuss classified stuff. Are they going to release a transcript or anything like that? Or, no, but they'll or just, on... are they going to leak various mm-hmm. stuff from each side?
2: They'll go on the cable news shows and talk about it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, today and... and...
3: Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, you, you, you sure you don't need me? That's me at every closed-door meeting trying to get... Hey, I, you sure? Can I, can I come offer, in? I can offer some
1: insight. Hey, do we still have that uh, guys who leak a little clip? Because that was, that was a good clip. It's Just too many good clips, aren't there, Michael? Yeah, no, I, I'll have to look for it. That was a yeah, no. So, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. So, had
2: another... Um, I had another story, but this is based on uh, sources who claim they know also that Mueller might be close to ending the Russian probe. Special Counsel Robert Mueller is looking to reach a conclusion about collusion. Now he's wrapping be- between Trump and the Russians by fall. But they're still they're then they're hoping to turn their full attention. Um, into the obstruction of justice.
1: So. Oh Yeah, I, um, I, I read something yesterday speculating that the Mueller would be the October surprise. That he uh, would he drop that.
2: He can't, can he? He can't come out right before an election and do what Comey's accused of doing.
1: You're doing what Comey's accused of doing. You're letting politics influence your decision. Just keep investigating until the investigating's done. No, I believe it is a then, policy. Then type up your report.
2: No, I believe it is a policy that they don't uh, release announcements within a certain period of time of election. Is that right? I'd forgotten yeah. or, or had not heard. That's a standard or that they've always used, huh?
1: Special counsels or the, FBI, the or FBI or the Justice Special Department. Special counsel doesn't have it.
2: Wouldn't have that. Obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wonder how
2: that'd work. I don't. Um,
1: if 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 it's October sixteenth, and he puts out. Turns out, uh, no, Trump was friendly with a couple of Russian guys, but no, there's no collusion. It's no big deal.
2: <laughs> if he did that, everybody would be screaming and yelling.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> whether he said... Be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, whether he said Trump did or didn't. Right. How about if he comes out and says Trump did all the things that have the earmarks of collusion, but we're not charging him with collusion?
1: <laughs> well, that would make everyone angry, Jack. <laughs> I hope nobody would do that. Yeah, do a 40-minute description of all the things he did. But we're not going to charge him. (laughs) So anyway, thanks for coming. Hilarious. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the new Barbie, after stints in medicine and music mixing, Barbie is trying her hand at robotics. Barbie is a robotics engineer
1: and carries a laptop. Wow. It's like girls can do science stuff now. Does she still have enormous Hooters?
2: I, I don't know. She's wearing a like a science jacket. Is
1: she still forty two twenty two uh 38? Oh, yeah. She would snap at the waist. Were she a real person? <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a Barbie cartoon on Netflix that my uh, kid watches now and then, and it's like, I don't know if they solve crimes or what they do, but Barbie is more normally proportioned in the cartoon than she is a, as a doll.
1: Well, that's because it would look like an R. Crumb cartoon if you weren't <laughs> Google it, kids. Um, huh? The so. idea is to get more women
2: involved in engineering and science and math yeah they they
1: they a are. little doll with a tiny laptop will do that <laughs> <laughs> and and girls already are see
2: like almost <laughs> all of the colleges are almost entirely girls. <laughs> That is not a problem.
1: I remember as a little lad when GI Joe came out, and I joined the Marines, and then they developed the kung fu grip, and boy, I just went around gripping things hard as I could. <laughs> because those, I tell you what, those dolls try to get me break my grip. You right. can't. No, I got a grip like a freaking vice.
2: Because all young boys and girls take their entire life cues from the dolls.
3: I spent an entire year trying to turn into a uh, semi truck based off the Transformers dolls I played with.
1: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Wasted time. <laughs>
2: Never, oh never managed to make it happen. Ah, so boy. those
1: who get the award-winning fourth hour, are more to come. Those who don't, eh, I'm sorry. We're, We're Santa podcast you. yeah.
2: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.